0: Good morning everybody and
1: welcome to Ayers Christian Center Church here in Charlotte, North Carolina. We are excited that you have uh, joined us this morning. Good morning to all the mothers around the world. Happy Mother's Day. Greetings from Ayers Christian Center Church. Listen, this is a wonderful day that the Lord has made and we will all rejoice in it and be glad. We're excited about what God is going to do today. We're excited for the change in your life. We're believing God to manifest his presence right now right where you are. There is no distance in prayer, and the Holy Spirit is everywhere. And so join in, lock in, uh, get ready for your uh, soul to be touched. And we're just thankful that um, God is here. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's uh, go before the Lord in prayer. Father, we come before you right now in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. We thank and praise you for this wonderful day that you have made, God, and we will rejoice in it and be glad. We thank you for your beauty. We thank you for your awesomeness, your power, your might, your peace, your your love, God. We thank you and we praise you. Lord, I pray a special blessing for all the mothers around this world, that they feel special, that they feel like they are your daughters, Lord God, that they feel like they're queens, that the the queens that you've made them lord god and so we just thank you and praise you holy spirit do what only you can do reach out and touch in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen hallelujah hallelujah no matter what you're going through god is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think hallelujah thank you lord hallelujah oh thank you
2: Has somehow forgotten that you are faced with circumstances you can't get through
1: and right now it seems there's no way out and you're going under but God's proven time
2: He'll do it again Oh yes He will If you just take That you're going through and he knows you're hurting and he knows just how your heart has been broken in two. but he's the god prisoner to the sin that had me by and I spent my days poured out my life without measure into a little treasure box.
0: thank and praise you for just what you purpose and plan for our lives. We just thank and praise you for your your, uh, your wisdom, your insight, um, but we just love you. Uh, we love you. We decrease that. You may increase, and we, uh, we get out of the way so we can hear from you today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, uh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to our 10:30 uh, service, worship service. And um, today, uh, I know last week we were teaching on the anointing, but we have a very special day—Mother's Day today. So we have a special Mother's Day message. You know, um, so the title for our message today is, uh, you know, mothers, God's delicate, creative strength. Mother's God's Delicate Created Strength. And uh, I was uh, meditating on, you know, Lord, uh, like, what do you want to talk about today? And, you know, he gave me this particular title and, um, and I was just processing through this. So imagine, you know, from the angle, I've never been a mother, uh, but I live with one. <laughs> I live with one. I'm, a, I'm the son of one, and we spend a lot of time counseling many, <laughs> right? But just imagine navigating through life, feeling the pain of the ones you love almost daily. See, it's a little different. Like us guys, we understand what our children and people go through, but don't we don't be feeling. <laughs> you know, that's why God, uh, God made the man the discipline the person that gives the discipline because he don't feel the pain expect that but he won't be feeling nothing but but imagine what a a woman has to go through she feels every lick even though she's administering that pain you know i i i, I always tell the stories so i i have to have to introduce this one so so me and my wife we're uh we're me and my wife and my son we're going out right we're going out to a to I I don't know, we was going somewhere. And so my wife tells my son, she says, make sure you go to the bathroom before you leave the house. And so he's like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. So we go out, uh, we get to wherever we were going and he's in the car and he's like, you know, I gotta go to the bathroom. (laughs) So the father here, I was like, oh no, he gonna sit there until he bursts because he gonna know next time he needs to go to the bathroom. Now, so, so now the goal is what to teach him a lesson. Why, right to the right of me in the car, there's somebody going like this, like she got to go to the bathroom. He said, "Well, I feel like I gotta go." Uh, so I was like, "Man, boy, going to the bathroom, <laughs> right?" But but that's an example. Like they just feel it, you know. You put the child on punishment, and you know you're on punishment because 'cause you're mad, right? In the moment, right? You know, it's mama. You know, you're on punishment. You ain't going nowhere. You're not going to do what I tell you to do. You ain't going nowhere. And you know, you start seeing them sitting around moping or you know, looking sad. <laughs> Like, alright, you can go out for a little bit. <laughs> but you you feel what that child is going through. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you, you feel what they're processing and what they're going through. Imagine processing through uh, having to make the right choice while at the same time pro- having the ability to consider all choices. Women have been equipped with a a, a powerful ability to consider a lot of details. So imagine having to make the right choice for a situation in the midst of all these possibilities. Um, Imagine living out the consequences, the consequence of ease compromise (laughs) in finding the strength to pass press that pain to birth in you. See Eve compromised and she, and she her, her punishment was to travail in birth. There was no work to birth anything in us before Eve. So imagine, uh, you know, having to live with that consequence but always having to press through to birth. You know, that's a woman. So, 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 so let's take a moment to realize the strength that it takes to move from a place of, of conception or of receiving something through birth. The scripture says in Isaiah, uh, if you, uh, let's look at Isaiah 37, 3. The value of focus and awareness. Uh, so. <laughs> Isaiah 37 30. it says this it says and they said unto him thus saith Hezekiah this day is the day of trouble and of rebuke and of blasphemy look it says for the children are come to the birth and there is not strength to bring forth. So we've talked about that before, you know. So the having the opportunity or having the desire or having the uh, uh, so much in you that you're trying to birth. And of course, ideally, we always talk about children. But I believe, you know, uh, birth or reproduction or children born that's the foundation of how God designed us, period. You know, he's designed us to be impregnated and to birth things. So, and he's he's shown us <laughs> how to do it the right way, or how to do it, or how to get through it, or how to how to strength through it through mothers. Uh, let's go to Proverbs 31, since we're talking about moms, and we're probably going to walk through this just a little bit different than we ever seen before. But as I was meditating, as you want to honor these mothers and these wives, these grandmothers, these aunts, you want to honor them and you want to, especially, uh, you know, I think about, you know, my wife, I watch her all the time, someone that's that, uh, so loving and caring and uh, so, uh, she just can't help it. I remember when remember we, uh, Ms. Lamar is here today, but remember we was doing a Bible study at the house. And so we'd be doing it we, this is first start, we'd be at the house doing Bible study, so we'd be getting late, and so my wife would be on, be over there on the other side, she'd be looking at me. You know, because like, she, she, she couldn't she couldn't see people sitting there, being there late at night, and like she's their mom, you know, well, this is probably past their hour of eating so we need to get them food. Some of y'all are saying, well, she do that now. She does, like, it." you know, it's like, you think we should get them something to eat? Maybe we probably should get something She's, But, but that's how she is, she's always mindful. I was, we was having a conversation yesterday, it was a scheduling conversation, and she says, well, I was thinking that they're possibly thinking this, so what I figured, what i do is to help them out, is i do this, I, so she's thinking for the person because she cares that much um so watching her operate and uh in her core always uh caring is pretty valuable. And so when I when I read through Proverbs 31 I uh, I think about Pastor Melanie all the time. But let's look at Proverbs 31:1. We're going to read through just a few scriptures here. It says uh it says, the words of King Lemuel, the prophecy that his mother taught him. It says, uh, what my son, what son of uh, son of my womb, what son of my vows? Give not thy strength unto the woman, nor thy ways uh, to that which destroys kings. It's, it's not for kings or Lemuel, it's not for kings to drink, uh, to drink wine, nor princes strong drink. I'm sorry, that's not what I wanted to, to highlight. Uh, I wanted to highlight verse 10. I'm sorry. Um, I gave you verse 1, but it's verse 10. It says, who can find a virtuous woman for her prices far above r- rubies? Who can find a virtuous woman for her prices far above r- rubies? So this is asking a, a question, but it's almost asking a question like, listen, it ain't easy to find one. So, so a virtuous woman is a rare find. A virtuous mother is a rare find. It's not something you find everywhere throughout the earth. You know, and so, so you read through the scripture, you go, oh yeah, I was reading the scripture, the virtuous woman is a virtuous woman. No, have you read how it opens up with who can find one? So it's not, it's a, it's, it's, uh, uh, look, her, her price is far above rubies. It's saying, if you find one, you got something special. So that's why I was saying yesterday how fortunate I am because I found one. See, see, a lot of times people are looking for a Boaz man, but a Boaz man is looking for a virtuous woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I'm telling you right now. Like, cause listen, I, I was saying this, I said, I was like, just being real, like, don't nobody want to live with, what is the Bible talks about, a, a, a cantankerous woman? Yeah, like, let, let's be real, like, like, nobody wants to walk on eggshells 24-7. You know, like, okay, is that okay? You okay? You all right? You all right? Yeah, hey, 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 you fine? You fine? Hey, hey, you okay? Oh, you okay? did I do, what, what, did, did I breathe the wrong way? Did I look the wrong way? Is my head twisted the wrong way? Do I got wrinkles on my forehead? Do I smell right? Like nobody wants to operate. That. I mean, it, I mean, just be real. Nobody wants to operate that. So, so, but a virtuous woman is so powerful because, like, okay, so we'll get into it because I, 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 sometimes I have a tendency to skip some things. Let's go to Proverbs thirty-one twelve. Thirty-one twelve. Because this is the point I'm trying to make. This virtuous woman says she will do, do him good and not evil. All, y'all see that word there? All, all the days of her life she will do good and not evil. So, so I was reading another version and it said she gives energy and strength to her husband. So, so basically she doesn't weaken him with negativity. Like, like you know, that, that sucks the life out of you. But, but this 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 is talking about a woman when it says she she's doing good and not evil she's bringing empowerment you know she's not emasculating she's not uh she's not uh just' spending the whole day negative in worst case scenarios right so she's adding energy and strength to her husband right. Let's go to 31.17. 31.17, this is talking about this, this woman, God's delicate, creative strength, right? 17, it says, oh, this, this is, now I'm gonna break this one down. This is good. Look, she girds her loins with strength and strengthens her arms. Remember when we talked about a strength. Now, when you see girded her loins, because we see that a lot of times, gird up your loins, when you see girdle for loins, it's talking about, it, it, you think about loins, you think about hips, it's talking about procreation or, pro, now, now, see, I love these words because we just blow them over. Procreation. So, you know, English language, prefix, suffix, all types of stuff. Pro, after creation, right? There's a pre-creation too. So a lot of times the man is involved in the pre-creation because God knew knew you before you was in the mother, your, your mother's womb he he put everything that was needed pre-created everything put it inside of a sperm so the man is the the, the pre-creation part but the woman is the procreation part so what she does is procreation is produced it's, it's it's production what she does is she has the power to produce from the man's pre-creative seed. So, in other words, you know, my wife always says that you, you know, you just give a woman a, you know, if you give a woman a seed, or you just give her, you give her money, you give her what She'll take it and and create a whole lot of things from it. But when it says that she uh, girdeth up her loins in strength, what it's saying is she has the strength to produce what's been given to her. And so, so, so. So think about when 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 you, when they take on that seed. Everything was pre created in the seed, but it doesn't guarantee what was pre created in the seed will manifest in life, right? So she has to have the power to birth what's already been pre created in her, right? And so so that's why I said she she so there's a strength there. We'll get we'll get. Into this a little further, and then if you go to Proverbs uh, thirty one twenty seven, because we're talking about the uh, mother's God's delicate, delicate creative strength. So, if you, Proverbs thirty one twenty seven. It says, she looketh well to the ways of her household and eat if not the bread of idleness, right? Eat if not the bread of idleness, right? It says, her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, he praises her. Many daughters have done virtuously. Look, it says, but thou excelleth them all. It says, but thou excelleth them all. So it's saying there's a whole lot of people that are doing well but thou excelleth them all. It says, favor is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman that fears the Lord shall be praised. Right? Uh, and, and I just want to drop back a second here, uh, just to highlight, I know I don't have it listed for you, but uh, verse 25 says, strength and honor are her clothing and she shall rejoice in the time to come. So, so, it says strength and honor are her clothing. You know, it's, 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 this is, she, she wears this. Now, when the, when the scripture says honor, it's saying beauty. So, so, a lot of times, sometimes a female doesn't get past beauty. Everything is about beauty. And in some cases, you know, they've limited beauty just to how their face look. But, but what I'm saying is, this is saying strength and honor. Are, are, are what she's wearing so she does she's not just beautiful but she has an inner strength um to do the things that 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 create the the uh the atmosphere create the insight create the wisdom when I mean, you read through the Proverbs 31 woman she was handling business she was she, i mean she's she was like pastor man <laughs> Yeah. <You> know uh, <laughs> she, She was singing, she was was administrating, she was, you know, she was conducting business. She, I mean, she was handling her business, but she wasn't, she wasn't just sitting around complaining. She she was she had so much to do, she didn't have time to complain. Right? And so, but but when you go to Proverbs 31, 29 and 30, Proverbs 21, 29, and 30, it says, She excelled, uh, all of them that were virtue it says that many of them were, were virtue of the uh the uh it's the apostolic a p b is apostolic bible polyglot polyglot just means side by side uh scriptures with different languages right but uh but I read it out of this version it said that Thou excels the best not with false allurement so so what it's saying not with um uh deceitful favor and vain beauty so it's saying is so 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 what it's saying is that there's there's uh there's an attractiveness that that everybody would have, but then there's also a um there's a there's a false allurement there's a there's a there's a mask uh some some women can put on that's not true beauty you know then there's there's a vain beauty when it's you know th- see again true beauty how could i say pulls appreciation from everyone else. It, it seems like it's similar to Proverbs 27 2, where it says, let another man praise thee, not with thine own mouth, not with thine own lips. But vain beauty is all about, look at me. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's, it's, it's uh, almost making your, your beauty your God. And it's saying this virtuous woman doesn't operate that way. They're beautiful and brilliant, but their focus is not on their beauty and their brilliance. Their focus is on God and, and God's people, and most, most of all, their family. So it takes, so, so again, it's a delicate, creative strength. Um, it's, a, it's a special thing, just like I think about uh, the value of a crystal. A crystal is, is, is uh, very valuable, but, but it, it's delicate. Like, you, you, you have to handle it with care. You know, whereas, whereas a gold bar is valuable, but you could toss that thing around a little bit, right? But you can't handle, you, you, you can't deal with a, a mother like that. You know, I think about, uh, let's go to Hebrews 11. As I was meditating on this, I just think we, you know, sometimes we could take mothers for granted and what they process through. And I know this is Mother's Day. You know, hopefully, we're not just you know ritually because it's something on the calendar we're honoring, but we really do, or really take the time outside of today and appreciate all that mothers process through, because it's a it, it costs a lot, and it's very as you're going to hear here in the scripture, and some of the stuff we're we'll process through today, it's more difficult than you realize because. Going back to what I said earlier, because they feel so much of what their children and grandchildren are going through, and they're in a position where they got to do what's best, and and some people haven't found the strength. That's what we talk about strength, strength to do what's best, you know, because sometimes it's just, you know, the pain that they feel, they just want. Relief at the expense of doing what's best for the child, not because they are evil it's just it's very difficult um takes you need help <laughs> you know it's not it's not it's not a simple task to mother you know especially in the, in the early years my wife was a single mother it's not <laughs> it's not it's not easy it's not easy doing what's best especially you know because they uh what I learned is they no matter what age that child gets they still see that little that little cute face you we were talking about my granddaughter this morning coming in I say remember that picture because I still see that picture like we have a picture of her uh that's been in my office forever she's probably one or two. Oh, you know listen I don't know what's the the criteria for Gerber baby but she she probably just blew it away like Cheeks was this big, big Kool-Aid smile, like like she, like you just you know, and 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 I think a part of us always see that, even though the child is you know they grown up making crazy decisions, but you always want them to keep them, you know. Oh, <laughs> but but now they twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> They're 25. They just can't, you know. They flow different. But I, but I, so I, so I, I know it's tough for the moms, you know, because you know you always hear them say, you know, that's my baby, you know. And, and I know my son got to a point. he's like, okay, I'm not the baby, though, you know. You know, he, he even when he wasn't a man, he felt he was a man, he was a teenager. But I'm a man. Like, like, you know, it's just give, give me the man props, you know, but. You know, I told her one, I, I remember having a conversation, I said, listen, man. I said, your mother's never been a little boy, but realize she's always going to be your mother. At, at every level you go to, she's mom. She's always the same age older than you. <laughs> Nothing, that, that part never changes. So, that, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. I just think it's amazing. I think it's, it's supernatural what, you, what a mother has to process. Through. All right, so what I said, Hebrews 11. Verse eleven. This is this is interesting. Uh, we've read it before, but I think we'll see it a little different today. It says As through faith also Sarah herself. Look, we see here we go again. Strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of delivered of a child when she was past age. Key word there, past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Now. It says she has strength. Uh, it said she received strength. So that word received there means seized strength. She seized strength. That word strength is interesting because it's the same word, it's it's uh, the Greek word dunamis. You know, which we know is power, right? Uh, but but this is saying she received, she received uh, miracle power, <laughs> so she seized miracle power, <laughs> right? Uh, and then it says to conceive, and again the A B P version says this: it says she 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 received founding seed founding seed, like, so, 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 of course, within that word is foundation. So, so she sees miracle power for founding seed. Now, I know we're talking about children, you know, because she birthed a child, but once again, you'll start to see, you could just, if you draw back the curtain, you'll see this whole process of seed, Time harvest, uh, seed, uh, uh, development, growth. Uh, well, seed birth, development, growth. Um, seed birth, development, growth. Connects to every aspect of our life. Now, think about the strength to conceive. The children have come, uh, come to, to bring forth, but haven't had the strength to birth. So, think about that. Like, like. If you look at life when it's challenge when it's a challenge or when people don't have the strength or or want to seize the strength because see it talks about she seized it, so sometimes it's just too much to want to seize or it feels it feels like it costs too much. This is just a reality, this is not a punishment, it's just a reality. this is what happens you know sometimes we. Sometimes we don't feel like it. We don't want to go forward. You have this dream and there's a hurdle. And there's a hurdle. You, you know, uh, you see this a, a lot. You know, these people go look for jobs. and You know, uh, a person say no. Another person say no. Another person calls back no. Another person calls back no. Another person calls back no. Let's say this happens about 30 times. Let me say 40. All right? 50. Just pick a number. Well, for one person, the 50 times is, that's, that's man, I, and, and this is the statement made, what? I talk to everybody, but 50 ain't everybody, is it? But then you have like a Colonel Sanders or a Thomas Edison, who after thousands of no's and rejections, had the strength to seize uh to produce something that didn't exist, you see what I'm saying? Like for 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 now, okay. You just you switched over to Thomas Edison. What I'm trying to tell you is this: this God has given us these mothers to to in, to in that time of in being in that womb to fuse the, in that DNA. see, see first of all. Who was Sarah's child? (laughs) Think about this now. Who was this child that was birthed in old age? Right? Sitting right there. (laughs) Isaac. (laughs) Right. right. No, but but remember the same Isaac sold in the time of famine and received a hundredfold the same year. Where'd you think that came from? His DNA. He seized, right? He seized miracle strength to, to found seed in a time of famine and got a harvest 100 fold. What I'm trying to tell you is, what Sarah did wasn't, wasn't normal. It says past age, listen age past the limitations of what everybody else thought see see this is the thing you have people that 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 can go how could I put it you have people that can go uh, to a certain point so 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 let's say in her in her particular case it was uh, in her particular case it was uh was so she ended up yeah, seventy-five, right? So seventy-five, ninety-nine, twenty-four, right? So so twenty twenty-four years, right? All right. So so, but then number at eight, eleven years after that, eighty-six. Yes, eighty-six. So is that right? Seventy-five. Yeah. So <laughs> I think it was about eleven years after that is when they they. Uh, there was a compromise where they had Ishmael. I, but what I'm saying is, is 75 at that time, back then, way back then, without all this stuff going on now, without, because, because, because now, you know, somebody be like 26, <laughs> like, man, you get old, you better have a child soon, right? We're talking 75. So look at the faith it took, look at the strength it took, look at the 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 power it took to for I even birth a child because you have people now at a certain age they'd be like okay well listen I'm pregnant we got to figure out something to do because you know something may happen I might die right so 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 again past age I just want want us to keep that in mind we're gonna that's gonna come back up here so this is the thing um God wants to use us to, to, to found some seed, the birth purpose beyond the feasibility and the limitations of mankind. Right? He wants to use us to found some seed. And he's showing us through these moms. Look, look at Luke 1. Luke 1 36. Luke 1 36. You know, this is the story of Mary and Elizabeth, but it says, and behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, look, look, she has also conceived a son, look here, in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her, who was called barren. So, 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 so we got Elizabeth dealing with a double whammy here. It was in her old age, but but she was called, the limit that was placed on her is your barren. So, 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 not only do you hear your barren <laughs> over and over and over, but you're getting older and older, <laughs> right? And and look, look, look. And she, she, that's you know. Of course, we know she's the mother of John, right? So it was beyond feasibility and natural limitations. Beyond feasibility and natural limitations. So what, what I've been watching is how God, you know, the Bible says um, after uh, Adam was created, He created a, a womb man, right? Full of a womb with the ability to procreate, to nurture, to birth, right? And 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 God labeled this woman as a helpmeet suitable for him. Right. So, 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 remember we talked about the how the Proverbs thirty-one woman. She operated in a in a way where she brought uh, vitality and life to her husband. Um, She, again, she brought a a delicate creative strength. (laughs) Right. And and so, as I I was reflecting on that, I was reading through the scripture, and uh, in Ruth uh, chapter two five, we don't have to. Uh, read it, but as uh, the story of Boaz and how he discovered uh his wife right uh, but he wouldn't have discovered her right if she was just sitting around depressed she didn't have to hang out with her with her with her mother in law right he would have never discovered her, but she she there's something in her right uh that maintained faithfulness. In the midst of uncertainty, see, see, you know, I, I know men are designed to be visionaries. A lot of times, you know, just believe, you know, go ahead, honey. But I'm gonna tell you right now, we had to believe, and so, because listen, ain't no listen, there ain't no mother following a father if she don't have no if she has no faith, she has to. Something in her has to see it and, and believe beyond or as or, or she would tell you, uh, something has to tell her to go down that road <laughs> right but 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 there's something in you uh, in that womb of that woman that has to believe that beyond the limitations of what of what's seen. And the thing is, if you look at these examples, if you look at uh, Ruth. There was no, she had nothing going on. Nothing, nothing was lining up the way they normally would line up things. There was no other uh, young buck, <laughs> you know, around, you know, and, and they were in such a, a state of famine, you know, the, the other sister was like, yo, I'm out, right? Is it, I'm telling the story, right? Uh, she's like, I'm out. And the mother was like, listen, I ain't got nothing for you. I don't have no more kids. I, bro, hey, listen. You might as well just roll out. So there's no guarantees. Ooh, I love this. No guarantees. Nothing certain. Right? Nothing lined up. Nothing you can hustle for. Jockey position for. Listen, she served this woman without any guarantees of anything in return. That takes a level of, uh, of faith and strength. Look, look, to, to birth something in the midst of uncertainty, right? So, okay, I'm just, yep. I need to read through Ruth again. <laughs> need to read, and then Rahab. Listen, every listen, Joshua and um, children of Israel was wreaking havoc in, in all the kingdoms. And they're looking for the enemy because they're trying to wipe everything out and take over the territory. Rahab looked out for the spies. Something in her... Sh- you- hey, listen, to even expose yourself to the spies, how do you know they're going to just come take out your whole house? Something's operating different there. Joshua 6, 23 through 25 is uh, that scripture. And... Um, I'm gonna just give you a few more examples, then we're gonna uh really break down this Mary and Elizabeth story, and then we're gonna get out of here. But 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. 2 Kings 4, 1 through 7. Let's just look at that real quick. Man, there's some special mothers. And and I get we, you know, we read through the Bibles and Bible, we hear about the kings and David's you know, and these are some valuable people, but listen, <laughs> some powerful help in the Bible, man. <laughs> some powerful moms in the Bible, man. You just need to take some time to read through it. Uh, verse 1, 2 Kings 4, verse 1, it says, Now there uh, cried a certain woman of, of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elijah, Saying, Thy servant, my husband is dead. Look, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor did come to take unto him my two sons to be bombing. So she she said, Listen, my my husband was handling his business. And Elijah said unto her, What shall I do for thee? Almost like, Why are you bother me? He said, Tell me, what hast thou in thy house? And she said, Thy handmaid has not anything in thy house save a pot of oil. He said, go borrow the vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, in, thou shalt shut the door upon thee and upon thy son, and shall pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him, shut the door upon her house, and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass, when the vessels were full, she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more, and the oil stayed. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, go sell, sell the oil, pay thy debt, and live down thy children of the rest. Okay, so, so it's one thing for her to go to the man of God being in her situation having the wisdom to do that. Uh, but then there's another thing when he tells her something, she honors the man of God enough to apply everything he said. See, it's not enough that she just went. He could have told, first of all, what he told her would make no sense to nobody. I'm just going to borrow some empty pots. <laughs> okay, and then think about that. See, 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 we gotta look at this. Some of us might have borrowed, well, you know, I go to Jimmy and Pete and borrow a couple pots. You know, go to Marianne and and Susie. I don't know where I'm coming with these names from. Right. i borrow a couple pots. I said, but that, I don't want to go borrow them, because they're gonna think, you know, you know, I, you know, I'm weak or I'm nothing. He ain't tell that. He said, listen the goal was to borrow as many pots as possible. If she would have not borrowed every possible pot with all humility, would she have had enough to pay off all her debt and then live off the rest? <laughs> That's what the scripture says. See, That's a powerful mother. Man, forget how I look. I'm gonna do what this man The God says in humility, right? And a walk by faith. And then um uh later on you'll see and you can read through it yourself, second Kings four, eight through thirty-seven, she brought favor to her, to her son, she brought favor to her family and saved her son. Because she see she recognized this 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 uh this uh this Shumanite woman recognized this man of God coming through, and it's like, well, we're going to take care of it, the man of God. We're going to make sure we set a place aside for him. We're going to make sure we look out for him. This is before the man of God ever did anything. But she ended up getting favored with that man of God when her son, and, you know, so she got a son, but when her son died, she didn't flinch. She said, listen, go find that man of God. <laughs> Tell him my son's dead. Look, she had enough favor to 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 draw on miracle power to save her son's life. Now, that's a, that's a mother, man. But she recognized the anointing. She, she, she recognized God sent man. You know, uh, First Kings 17, you'll see that the woman saved generations of her family by recognizing the man of God. Look, you say, how did she save generations? Well, she's about to die. Her and her son again. <laughs> She's about to die. The man of God shows up. Now, you got to recognize this is a man of God. He shows up. He says, what you about to do? She says, well, I'm about to make me make, you and my son a meal. We about to die. He said, good. Make me something to eat first. So think about that. You about to die. You got your last meal. You're like, hey, we're going to go out. We're going to go out eating good. Man of God comes up and says, oh, make me a meal first. Did you just hear what we said? We about to eat and die. She had to recognize, hope oh, this is a man of God. What he's asking me to do is, is something different. So she made him a, a, a meal first and saved her whole family. You see, so, so again, mothers see mother beyond the norm. Mothers see beyond, think about uh, how Moses' mom saved the legacy. No one, she sent his son to the enemy. No, no, she didn't send her son to her cousin. She sent him to the enemy. But the very place she sent him is where he needed to be raised to get all the intel to eventually deliver the children of Israel. But you know how that started, right? His mom. And then, see, some of y'all wouldn't be able to do this because that's my baby. She actually was the, uh, wasn't she the, uh, the nurse? She nursed him. So somebody else is raising your child. You, the slave, and can't save your child. But you're doing what's best for him at the expense of your comfort. That's a mom. Strength. Not doing <laughs> See? My baby, she can't be sitting around. She could be sitting around and corner. my baby. It'll cost him his life. See, because they, they were trying to kill the Hebrew kids because they didn't want the, the Hebrew kids to eventually take over. So they definitely want to let no Hebrew kid grow up in their house, right? So think about Moses' mom. All right, so, 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 so let's go to 1 Corinthians 6. We, we're going to transition out walking through uh, these two valuable mothers, and Mary and Elizabeth, but I, but I want to read this particular scripture first. Uh, familiar scripture at our church, but 1 Corinthians 6.12. It speaks to that last point of what Moses' mom did. It says, all things are lawful unto me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful unto me, but I will not be brought under the power of any. Basically, when it says all things are, are, are lawful, but all things are not expedient, it says all things aren't best. So, you know, something I've always, one of the pillars or or you could say the foundational things I've given my son is, son, always do what's best. And actually, I was talking to, uh it might have been Donald, uh, I think we was talking. He said, remember, you always said do what's best. So I guess as I've been speaking to, you know, Lord's been giving me that for a while. And that's what I try to do. Not what's at my convenience or anybody else's to do what's best. And so when I, when I was when I was reading through this, I was seeing how God highlighted mothers that always did what was best. See, Moses' mom did what was best. It wasn't about her. It wasn't about her convenience. It wasn't about what was comfortable for her. It wasn't about how she felt. Because sometimes we do what's comfortable for us at the expense of the child. Right? So I was just, I was just reading through that. And then, then it, it pushed me to Mary and Elizabeth. Like, now you got some unique situations here. You got two barren women that are pregnant. Uh, in a culture that if you're pregnant and you ain't had sex with nobody, <laughs> we're taking you out. Like you, you you're 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 cast away. You, you're cast away. Because for lack of better words, uh you a hoe. <laughs> you know, that's 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 basically what they're saying. And so uh I think these are two great examples of delicate creative strength, right? Discerning to do what's best in situations, because um, they had to do—they had to determine what to do what was best for their children. They had special children, they had the strength to carry out what was best, have the strength to carry it out. So there's a strength to birth a child to life, and we understand that. We just finished talking about that. There's also a strength to birth and the purpose. You know what I'm saying? Because the child can get here <laughs> and never arrive at something that's very special called purpose, right? And, and so if this mother, this is, this is the challenge that mothers have, and that's why we have to intercede, pray for them, and husbands create an atmosphere for them to, to be able to, to maximize their abilities but if they stop short of the strength to birth, birth them to life, to to their purpose, um, it's dangerous. Because because what what a, what moms are tempted to do is to prize children as trophies, you know, not because they are evil. It's just they're cute. They're so adorable. But we're st- the the mothers and fathers, stewards. We're stewards, and 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 but. But I I say this, and and, and this may come across a little controversial, but I think mothers have greater strength, or have to use, or need greater strength than than a man. So, there's certain things men need, obviously, to cover, to protect. (laughs) Let Pastor Mel deal with that on Father's Day. We're on Mother's Day right now, okay? All right, so... But, I, but, I, but when I think about what mothers have to process through, you know, Scripture says honor them as a weaker vessel. It's not talking about she, could, she can't lift as many weight to run as fast. She's saying because I, God's saying I equip them with this special uh, delicate uh, heart. And sometimes that's gonna make it harder for them to, to do what's best because they're gonna feel they're gonna feel that pain. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's gonna, sometimes it's gonna be harder to process through it. So a mother has to resist the temptation to hoard their children to a point of weakness. They have to resist that temptation. So, so a lot of times, you know, us husbands, men, we don't, we don't know what they're processing through. We just go, why are you doing that? Well, you know, it's, it's, it's very difficult not to hoard them to a point of weakness. Um, If she doesn't recognize she's stewarding God's child, uh, she'll hide them from becoming a child of God. You know, and that's, that's, again, that's a process, it's difficult. That's why we have to pray for them. Somehow they must muster enough love to help or to offer their child to strength, to offer their child up to strength. And so, if, if that woman can maintain the, the strength that births the child to purpose, them children will rise and become God's treasures. And, and so again, that's, sometimes that's difficult. Um, I heard this quote a while ago by Juanita Bynum. She says, uh, a great child begins with a great mom. All right, so so let's look at Luke one, Luke chapter one, starting with verse twelve. I just wanted to to uh, just give us some considerations so we're not taking moms for granted, and not taking praying for them for granted, because it's very it's very tough, and sometimes. Sometimes some of them are wise enough to be able to articulate the understanding of why they operate the way they do, and sometimes they're so dealing with so many emotions they can't even articulate. They can't explain it. They just know. I just got to do it this way. You know, you just can't always explain it. And and I understand that as a as a as a growing man of God and pastor and stuff like that. I have all types of people that offer up uh, criticisms, corrections, perspectives. And like, I welcome them, but I'm gonna tell you what I process through all, tremendously, like how many people step back and try to seek to understand before they offer a direction or correction or criticism, very rarely. And so like in one breath, you're like, sometimes telling you my playbook, sometimes I'll be like, okay, because there's too much stuff to explain, <laughs> you know. Sometimes, and then sometimes, because some people I'm, I'm close to, I'll explain, but I'll I'll explain tactfully. And then sometimes uh, people don't want to really want to know; they just want to look for a chink in the armor. So I ain't telling them nothing. You think what you want to think, you know. So that's minor compared to all the stuff a mother is processing. And sometimes they want. I know I'm, I'm I'm putting myself out here because I'm I got the mic. Uh, I know my wife would love. Like, I just want you to understand. <laughs> and some stuff I understand. Some stuff. Well, okay, no, no. Let me let me correct that. Some stuff I I, I make an effort to understand. But I would have to be Melanie Bradley to truly, truly, totally understand. Um, but 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 I know I know how big that is. Like, you know, because I might jump to logic too quick. We don't need no amens right now. Just. <laughs> <laughs> but I may jump the logic too quick. But the thing is, sometimes you just want you just a person to understand. You know, like this is tough, man. That probably wasn't the right thing to do. But I, it's just based on all things being considered, that's just the best thing I can do at this particular time. You know, I mean, that's just that's just the reality of it, and God covers that when your heart is right. Okay. I just I, so so look at this here, Luke. One, verse 12. It says when Zacharias saw, saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, fear not, Zachariah, for thy prayer is heard and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness and many shall rejoice at his birth. It says for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his uh from his mother's womb. Right? It says, and many of the children of Israel shall turn to the Lord their God, right? It says, and he shall go before him in the spirit and power, in the spirit and power of Elijah. Alright. That's a whole nother teaching. I said, to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient um, to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. And Zacharias said unto the angel, whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife is well stricken in years. And so Zacharias is hearing This greatness. Well, guess what? This greatness that will be filled with the Holy Spirit in his wife's womb. So what type of womb does the wife have to have to make sure she not only doesn't contaminate John, but she brings John to birth and doesn't get in the way of his purpose? I mean, what kind of womb is even selected for that? I mean, I I mean, think about that. And so, (laughs) you know, mm. when he said he was putting her in his mother's womb, it was based on her ability to protect him from the world's corruption. She had to have something in her to protect him from the world's corruption, right? All right, so let's drop down here to 27. It's Mary's story. It says, uh, it says to a virgin and spouse, uh, well, 26. It says, and in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin, key point, a virgin. The spouse or married to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art, look, look, highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and cast in her mind, What manner of salutation this should be? I'm what? See, again, you can tell she wasn't, she had no vain beauty of vain glory. She wasn't focused on herself at all. She wasn't spending all her time every time she did something trying to highlight, look what I did. I mean, think about the person that God would select to use as the womb for Jesus. And then God comes to her and she doesn't go, yeah, I I figured you would use me because I'm anointed. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been anointed like that. You know, I'm, you know, pretty much, you know, everybody thinks I'm blessed anyway. She didn't say nothing about herself. She, she's perplexed. What is, what are you talking about? What is this? See, she was so not, we talked about this in a master life class, so not self-seeking and so not self-will. There was none of her in there, so she couldn't recognize uh how she had prepared herself. It was a life that she was living, not a life that she was focused on. Does that make sense? And it says, uh, uh, where, where, where are we at? We're verse. <laughs> uh, okay, 30. It says, The angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. and behold, Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. Look, look, and he shall be great and shall be called son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. Right? And the angel answered and said unto her, the holy, the holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overthi- overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her whole age. We read this earlier. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. Look, verse 37. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary said, behold thy handmaid. Behold, the handmaid of the Lord. Look, look, be it unto me according to thy word, and the angel departed from her. That was key. That was her agreement. That was her agreement with something that never took place, had never been done, she wasn't prepared for, and something that she still don't know how it's going to really happen, Right? It says in and, and, uh, 39, and Mary arose in those days and went into the hill country with haste into the city of Judah and entered into the house of Zechariah and saluted Elizabeth. And it came to pass when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. Look, look at this. John was already filled. But when Mary showed up, the babe, baby already in her womb leaped. And filled her up. See, we have things impregnated in us. If we care for it correctly, it will empower us beyond belief. If we care if we see, see, some of the things we're doing to corrupt ourselves, we don't know is corrupting the, the, the purpose and the seed within us. Some of the compromise, some of the offense, some of the negativity, some of the, the attitudes and the anger and the nastiness. Look, look, they couldn't be rolling like this and, and, and the Holy Spirit's rolling with them like that. They couldn't be doing that. See, see, ah, see, Mary was a virgin, but she wasn't just, as, she said, I haven't known a man. She wasn't just a, a person that, that hadn't had intercourse with a man. She hadn't had intercourse with sin, with lust. She hadn't had intercourse with, with anger, with jealousy and envy. Because if she, what, you think God would have put Jesus in there? Okay. Slow it down, brother. Alright, so, uh, what was that? Uh, 42. And she spake out loud, with she spake out with a loud voice, blessed art thou, blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb. Because remember, she, Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, so she's speaking this over Mary. it says, and whence it and, and whence is this to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For, lo, as soon as the voice of thy salutation sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her of the Lord. So God's given a merry confirmation, this, that, and the other. But here you have uh, like two great uh, mothers. Uh, who understood the value of what's in them, you know, what they were impregnated with. And, And it doesn't, you know, again, we're talking about children, but God is trying to, when God impregnates us with something, will we be like Mary and Elizabeth, where we'll take care of what's in that womb to a point of not just birth, but of purpose, to manifestation... Both of them children manifested in the greatness. You remember The thing about Jesus through his process, it kept saying Mary, Mary pondered stuff in her heart. So there was a part of her that operated in her nurturing, but there was a part of, part of her operating in her anointing. You see what I'm saying? There was a part that was like, now boy, just come over here. And Jesus said something. She was like, now that wasn't my son. That was God. <laughs> so she knew to... Uh, to have the, uh, see, that's where the creativity comes in, a creative strength. You see him beyond just what's in front of your face. So it takes a lot of uh, uh, clarity uh, to see these things. It takes a lot of purity to see these things. You see what I'm saying? It takes a lot of sanctification to experience this level of delicate creative strength. And so, so God has equipped us with uh, mothers for this purpose. And um, this is the day where we get to not only honor and celebrate, but to, to, to recalibrate our minds to make sure we pray, we intercede, we focus, we appreciate, because it costs a lot. It costs a lot to be uh, a mother, period. You know, and again, sometimes we, we, we spend a lot of our time focusing on you know, the mothers we've had, the mothers we haven't had, the mothers we uh, wanted to be, the mothers we uh, haven't been, this ain't the time for that. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 and, and, and I say that because, you know, in a lot of situations, look, look at, like, uh, you remember, seven last words. Jesus, it was seven, not 3,000. One of them was, behold thy son, behold thy mother. <laughs> All right? So, so he knew it was important for his dear servant to be mother, right? I think that was John, right? Yeah, yeah, to be mother. And so he didn't say, behold our father. I ain't see that nowhere in the scripture. You see that in the scripture? <laughs> right? So he knew it was important. But here, so John was without something, but God said, there's many ways I can get you what you need to have. And so instead of us spending too much time focusing on what we didn't have, what we what we could have been, we have to move forward. Because now it goes back to what I was showing you with uh, Sarah and Elizabeth. And again, the scripture doesn't say this specifically, but it's indicating even with... Uh, um, Mary, but maybe not as much. But it said Elizabeth was in her old age. It said Sarah was in her old age. And so so when I was looking through that, I, I was looking at we are frustrated or depressed as if our time is up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like we don't have an opportunity to... For things to work out for good for God to supernaturally like he did for Mary for Martha for uh, we we went through a list of, the, of, of Sarah whatever for God to produce the miracles he wants to birth in our life and remember we was talking about I gave the example of Ruth how in the midst of uncertainty in her situation she wasn't trying to birth a child she was trying to birth a Boaz, right but 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 if you think about, she could have just based on all years were going by, y'all. Years of famine, uncertainty, loneliness, and things like that. But man, look at the strength, the the, the 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 power she pulled on to to position herself to be discovered. I mean, she wasn't just like you know. I mean, she had to <laughs> she had to expect. You know, she had to see beyond the circumstances. Because you know how, like, uh, let's say you're going out for a special occasion. So you know where you're going. You know who's going to be there. And you what? You dress up. Like, you, you're trying to present yourself as the best. Because, you, you, know, you, you, you know, if you're single, you don't want to miss opportunity. But if you, you just want to, you know, you want to look your best. So you, you, there's some expectations happening there, Right? So what happens if you're not expecting nothing? How how do some people act? Well, they don't look their best. They don't take care of themselves because they, they're not expecting nothing. Well, God has shown me, you get what you expected. See, because I don't think Ruth would have met Boaz if she wasn't expecting, if she wasn't believed. I mean, she hung in there, serving diligently. And so so I think, you know, I want us to honor and appreciate these wonderful mothers, uh, but I also want us, the mothers, to realize that um, that God's a wonderful God, and he has like a million ways to fill in those gaps. He has a million ways to make it all work out for good. God, God can almost, I think I heard my wife say this one time, God, what God wants to do in your life will be so powerful. Your life won't look like what you went through. I think I got that. I did get that from my wife. Um, and so, but we have to give him give him an opportunity to do it. But if we if we allow the adversary to keep painting on the canvas of our imagination, uh, the mistakes we've made, um, the mishaps. You know, a lot of times, if 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 you, um, I learned this from family members. I learned this in life, even even in my own life. There's things I wish I'd have done better. Things, uh, some people I wish I'd have treated better. Um, there's people I wish I'd have listened to. There's people I wish uh, uh, I, I coaches I wish I didn't take for granted. But you know what? I just take all that energy and don't take nobody for granted now. I just take all that energy and. Uh, I, yeah, I grew up for the first part of my life in foster, foster parents but come on, first 14 years or whatever. Um, anyway, listen, uh, God has afforded my life all types of, of people I can consult with and uh, uh, be confidants and, and make sure I become what I'm supposed to become. You know what I'm saying? Like, so he's taken all these pieces of lives um uh, you know, even uh you know, I got my wonderful son, uh I got my grandchildren, I have I have I have a tremendous around pe- tremendous uh list of people that uh see me as a parent. I have this wonderful wife and wonderful mother. And so so again I'm saying that to because sometimes we can spend too much time focusing on what has happened. We're we're not Moving forward to what God wants to happen and and God has some wonderful things it's, and again when that angel showed up Mary didn't think she was worthy she's like okay what what what, what is this like Are you sure you got the right person God shows your God's going to show up in your life not because you've dotted eyes and crossed your Ts god's going to show up in your life because he loves you God loves us beyond us, so you know. So mothers, be encouraged. You know, you know. Some mothers probably believe already they're super mother. Uh, you know, um, fine. Be more super if you have to. You know, um, or be appreciated. The people that dealing with the super moms, you know, don't wear them. Don't wear them. Don't wear them out. Um, but some people that you know maybe thought they could have been more of a super mom. Man, listen, uh, it ain't over. There's so many people in, around you that God wants you to nurture, and there's so many uh gifts and dreams God wants to birth through you. All right. You know, some of you are, are are more pregnant than you realize. I had to repeat that. Some of you are more pregnant than you realize. So you're looking for for one type of child. God has birthed many children in you. You know, he's birthed business children in you. He's birthed uh, discipling. He's birthed ministry in you. Um, He's birthed so many different things in you. Um, But we're ignoring what God is trying to bring out of us. Because we have a certain way we, we think this thing is going to work out, but I, what I want is just to rest in the Lord. Okay, just rest in the Lord, and um, so that's all the message I have for today. I, I, you know, I, uh, you know, try not to cookie cutter things, but I really want to hear from God, and that's what God wanted me to talk about. Hopefully, it was encouraging. I know uh, Mother's Day can be uh, bittersweet. Um, you know, thinking through some things. I've, I've been thinking through some things, trying to, you know, I was trying to look for something to post for my mom, but I had to have the right picture. So it took me till early this morning, which was too late because I had to come to church to find it. So I finally found it. So I had to post it later. But you know, just processing through some different things. You, you're going to process through things, so it could be bittersweet. But uh, uh, I think God really. He really wants to take that energy. I I watched Jesus when his his closest guy, which was John, way back then, when he he found out what happened to him. Jesus went out, took that energy, and poured all that love that he could have poured on John in the present, and poured it on everybody around, healing folk, uh, delivering folk. And so sometimes we don't have that physical exchange in front of us, but that, that individual has pulling on us to pour that love on everybody we encounter. All right, So let's pray. Well, Father God, we lift you up and magnify, exalt you. We just thank and praise you for um, mothers. We thank and praise you for their lives, their, their uh, uh, delicate creative strength. We thank you for how you've afforded us uh, mothers. Uh, we're, we're, hey, we're here. Just that alone, it took a tremendous amount of strength for that to happen. You know, so we just thank and praise you for them birthing birthing us in this life. We thank and praise you for the mother of our children, all of our children. (laughs) Um, And we thank and praise you for just their their resilience and their diligence and their consistency and their heart to sacrifice themselves at the expense of, of what they're trying to birth in Jesus' name. Amen.